Hello and welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need. No matter if you're building, buying, or designing your next project, we got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. Today's topic is ways to make your home more pet friendly. Coming to you live today from the Pella Windows and Doors Studio of Wisconsin. Hi, I'm David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Home Building Hero today. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any future content. So if you're tuning into this episode, you probably have a pet or are considering building a home and making sure that it is pet friendly. So I've compiled some tips and ideas for you guys to make sure that you can put some of these things into your home if you so desire. And there's a lot of different things you can do for your pet to make not only them happier and more comfortable in your home, but also make it easier for you, easier for you to you know, manage them, to clean them, um, give them space that they need, and uh, hopefully keep them happy, especially if you're gone for parts of the day and uh, or if you have an animal that's maybe a little bit more excitable and they need some additional stimulation, there are ways to safely do that and uh, make things a little easier when you come home. So let's talk a little bit about some of the different things that you can do to make your home more pet friendly. And we'll start with dogs. Uh, dogs typically, uh, I've had dogs and cats, so dogs typically um, need a little bit uh, more attention and more planning sometimes um, than a cat, but uh, they both have their needs and they both have different things that they, they, they like and enjoy. So for a dog, first and foremost, you've got to make sure you've got a decent yard and a decent uh, yard set up for your pet because it's nothing's more difficult than having a dog and then really not having an area for them to go uh, and run around and be free. Certainly, it's great to take them out for walks. But if you don't have that that space for them to just kind of run a little bit and run free, uh, that that always kind of gives them a lot of pent up energy that they they just can't get out and they want to be able to kind of run around a little bit on their own. So either having a spacious yard is obviously a big thing, but additionally having at least an area that's fenced in for them to be able to just kind of run and change direction uh, and, and just kind of wander about is, is fantastic if you can do that. So obviously building a fenced area is one area that you can improve your dog friendliness of your yard, but there's a lot more. For instance, if you have a deck, consider putting a gate on your deck. It's a very simple addition and it allows your pet to at least be outside in the sun. Um, most likely, if you have a setup like that, you want to make sure that you have an area that is slightly covered for some shade. Or if for some reason some inclement weather comes in, at least they can sit um, under you know, an overhang or something and stay dry. And this allows you to you know, let your dog be outside and enjoy the fresh air uh, without maybe running off. And in giving them, you know, kind of some additional stimulation, they can see birds and hear sounds and other animals and sniff things. Um, so that's that's another way to do it if you are unable to put a fence in. Another great thing that you can do if you have a dog, but it doesn't always work in all areas, but to install a doggy door. You can get pretty energy efficient doggy doors nowadays, and you can install them in your home and allow them then to go in and out. Now, especially if you're just going to allow them in and out, uh, you, you are gonna wanna make sure that you have either that deck set up with a gate on it, 
or have a fenced-in area that they can go out to so that you don't have to worry about them running off. Now, if you are able to use one of the invisible pet fence systems, those are fantastic. They do require some training and some thoughtful planning. Ideally, with those type of systems, you want to set those up where you have at least some sort of a visual barrier in some of the spots so the dog can kind of see visually, hey, I'm getting close to the boundary here. Um, They typically will give a beep on the collar when they're getting close, and then the dog learns that if they go too close to the boundary that they will get a corrective shock, and they don't like that. So typically, it doesn't take very long for them to, to learn the lay of the land and where they can go and where they have to stay away from. But it does help to have some visual barriers. So maybe installing um, uh, a couple trees in, in key spots. Or if you have a particular neighbor where there's more stimulation, where the pet is more uh, likely to leave the yard, that's where you want to put up some small barriers as well. Uh, could be, again, a couple trees, could be a very small fence, uh, some shrubbery, just a visual indicator that you know they've got a barrier there that sometimes slows them down. And then by the time uh, the collar goes off, then they know that they've got to go back uh, closer to their yard. But those can be wonderful, but they do require some training. Uh, they can be broken. Uh, I had I had one myself. My neighbor uh, had kids, and they they fed my dog uh, many times to entice her over the yard. And pretty soon, the uh, idea of a, a reward uh, was bigger than the the uh, punishment of leaving the yard. So uh, the system didn't really work for me after that, but it did work for about a year. So those are those are good, but they they require some some consistent training and cooperation from your neighbors. Some other things that you can do for your pet are inside of your home that can make things a lot easier. So uh, one simple thing that you can do, and it it also has other value to your home, is to put stairs from your garage to your basement. I had a very large dog, and I really enjoyed having the stairs from the garage to the basement because um, I would let my dog roam around outside, you know, during the day for a while when I was home. Um, And then I would bring my dog into the home through the garage because sometimes my dog would get dirty and I didn't want my dirty dog traipsing all the way through my house. So we had an area built in the basement that had a vinyl floor and uh, we had a a dog bed down there and her food and things. And so if she was dirty, I could bring her into that area. I could shut her in there. So she was still inside, warm, dry, uh, food and shelter, of course, but I could kind of keep her in there until she either dried off or I was able to clean her up and she was cleared to go into the rest of the home. And uh, that was a really nice thing. And uh, plus the garage stairs were great because I could also uh, bring things down and use my workshop and different things. So that's one really great suggestion if you can do it. Another great thing if you uh, have the ability when you're building a new home is to potentially do a larger mudroom and have a dog wash station in it. And this is something that is pretty cool because it, it you know, it, it's a little shower area. Uh, it doesn't have to be huge, uh, but if you have a large enough mudroom, you can, you can build this space. And uh, it, it's as simple as uh, putting in, you know, a floor plan, or floor pan rather, like a shower pan, and then having a small tiled wall and then you install a hand shower on the wall and uh, maybe a very small door if you like, or you can leave it open. Depends on what your thoughts are with your dog. Uh, if your dog 
doesn't like to be in those type of enclosures. It sometimes need to have, uh, you know, a glass wall there, or you can just build a large enough opening that you can uh, kind of get your body through, um, but yet you can kind of block your dog from coming out. But it's a very simple thing, and it's really nice to have because, again, if your dog is outside a lot, if your dog gets dirty, is in the mud, you can bring them right in the back door, walk them right into that doggy shower, and then the hand shower is invaluable because trying to use a regular shower for a dog does not work very well. So having a pull-out hand shower is fantastic, and you can use just about any brand or type of pull-out shower. And uh, you got that pull-out spray, you can just spot treat your dog if you just have to wash off their paws. Uh, if you want to wash their entire body, it's very simple. And, uh, you know, again, the mudroom is great because it's right by the back door. It's got a hard surface floor in there already. Um, you can build some cabinetry in there so that you've got some towels uh, or different elements to dry them off. And uh, the other thing you can do is, again, if, if you have the space designed properly, you can either have a door going into that room. So again, if your dog is still kind of wet, not fully dry, you can put you know, a door in there and you can shut them in until they kind of dry off. Then you can put their pet dishes and things in there. And then, of course, if you have enough space, you can also put um, a pet bed in there. And whether it's a built-in type pet bed where you have a little nook and um, some soft you know, a soft, uh, you know, doggy mat or something that they can lay on, um, that can also be their room. So if you have guests over, you can shut them in that room if they're bothering your guests or if your guests are allergic to dogs and kind of keep them off to the side. So that's certainly a, another really great space for you to use. Or again, if you, you do crate your dog during the day, um, or for a period of time, you could also put that in the room as well. And that all kind of becomes its own functioning area for your dog can also still be a laundry room, so you can still have your washer and dryer in there and other things. But um, you know, if you have a big enough space, uh, a doggy shower or a pet wash station is a fantastic thing to have. The other thing that uh, you may want to think about is for if you have a cat. You can do some special things in your home for your feline friend as well. Now, cats' needs are a little different than dogs'. Of course, they still like to, to run around, but cats really enjoy uh, looking out windows, of course, and they uh, also love to lounge in the sun. So you can sometimes accomplish both by having a house and putting in a window seat. So that would be something that wouldn't necessarily even change the appearance of your home, but a boxed out window, uh, just as simple as that, with a wood seat, and your cat can jump up on that windowsill, look out the window, see what's going on outside. And uh, during the right times of the day, they can enjoy sun. Now, you can also then put, uh, you know, any kind of soft bedding or things on it if you want your cat to lay there and sleep. Now, that doesn't always work for all situations, but uh, there are other things that you can add into your home to increase your feline's happiness. On the back of the home, another thing that you could do is they have a thing that's called a feline window or a cat window. And it, it, it's uh, basically what you do is you install it into your window. You do have to cut into the glass to do this, but there are several different types. And um, there's there's one that's basically like a um, an opening that has a, a, a flappable door and they can push open that flappable door and then it has like an enclosure on the outside. So your cat can actually go outside um, and has a very small 
um, almost like a caged area that they can go out and maybe be in the grass or be outside, feel the breeze and kind of come in and out as they please without them running away. They also have a cat window, which is just basically a very small, um, almost like a bubble that that goes on the outside of your window and your cat can um, basically go through this opening and be in this very small bubble area where it's all surrounded by glass and they can see completely all around them. Uh, they can get the sun that they want and yet feel like they're outside without um, without them being able to escape and keeping them nice and safe. So they have those things as well. Now, if you really want to take uh, and, and and improve the uh, uh, livability and, uh, you know, hunting ability of your cat, you can also take a room. It could be a guest room or an office, and you can do some built-in climbing areas for your cat. This is as simple as some really sturdy shelving that's put, you know, in a staggered design that the cats can jump up on and kind of sort of climb up the wall, so to speak. So you kind of stagger them so that they jump from one little platform to the next. Uh, ideally, you make these a little wider than a typical shelf. And if you've got a cat that's uh, very energetic and uh, likes to sort of climb, likes to be up high, you know, you can put, you know, several of these up, you know, three or four kind of so that they can jump between. And then ideally you put uh, a, a longer ledge up higher and they can kind of walk along the ledge up high. And uh, many cats like to do this. They like to be up there so they can hunt, so they can feel safe. Um, and it's stimulating for them as well. And it's not something that will completely destroy or ruin your home. Certainly a lot better than them climbing up on all your furniture and scraping it up or um, trying to climb up your fireplace, uh, which mine tried to do at one point. And uh, uh, you always worry about that when having them fall and getting hurt or something like that. So this at least gives them, you know, ability to exercise, ability to um, use some of those hunting instincts and uh, in, enjoy their home. You can also build a very small little area, especially if you have a finished basement. A lot of times the area under the staircase begs for uh, some sort of creativity. And this can be a a little area for your cat to to go and hide, to go and rest and sleep, or even just uh, run and play through. So you could build a very small finished area under the staircase, have a smaller opening, and uh, potentially put a wall or two in so they can kind of wind through it and they can go back there and hide. They can um, chase each other if you have more than one. Um, you can put a pet bed in there and that can sort of be their, their resting area where they feel warm uh, and safe and, and kind of want to be alone, uh, which sometimes cats like to just be uh, alone and left alone. So that's a great area and a great place as well to uh, provide your cat some, some relaxation. Uh, but always with most cats, they do like those sunny areas where that they can lay in, especially when the weather's changing and it's getting colder out. They love those those little areas, um, soft place to lay where the sun is, um, you know, kind of falling on them, yet they, they feel kind of safe. Maybe there's a corner uh, where they can kind of rest in and they don't have to feel worried that something's going to come and get them. Um, even if it's a domestic cat, they still have some of those instincts, um, always kind of aware of their surroundings. And the more that they can kind of feel cozy and safe, uh, the happier they're going to be. So those are just some of the ideas. There's plenty more. You can always look on the internet. Uh, there's lots of stuff on Pinterest and Howes for different 
rooms and areas and different ideas for your cat. It's as much as your imagination can take you. Same for your dog. Um, there's lots of other things you can do. Um, some of these things get to be a little big and 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 grand and and not necessarily something that you may want to do with your home because ultimately someday you might need to sell your home and that that might make it a little more difficult to uh, you know appeal to your next buyer. But uh, this day and age, with everybody spending more time at home, more people uh, adding pets, dogs, and cats to their family, uh, this is a, a very important discussion to have and certainly is something that you should consider in your next home. So once again, if you guys have enjoyed this episode of The Home Building Hero, brought to you by the Pella Windows and Doors Studio of Wisconsin, we would ask that you subscribe to the podcast. And of course, if you have any suggestions or uh, ideas for the show. We would love to hear them. You can reach out to us. Homebuildinghero at yahoo.com is the email, or you can also find us on Twitter at building underscore hero. You can tweet us there as well. Once again, I am David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Homebuilding Hero, and we'll talk to you very soon.